Welcome to another episode of Operations Avenue, an Alpha Kappa Psi podcast. Today's episode is going to be about popping the campus bubble. So that is promoting communication between chapters to share success and challenges. And we're going to get into communication between your region, your geographic area, and the fraternity as a whole. This is Amber Hambach, the CERC for Areas 1 and 2. This is Coral Peterson, the CERC for Areas 3 and 4. And I'm Alec Moranthi, Associate Director of Student Services. So I'm going to get started for us and talk about communication between your region. So there are 16 regions in the fraternity. Um, you are all a part of one, and I hope you know which one that is. Uh, each region has a regional director, so 16 regions, 16 regional directors. Um, most regions are anywhere from about 12 to 16 or 17 chapters, so your regional director is the top volunteer in that region. Um, so they oversee the other volunteers like section directors, chapter advisors, um, anybody like that. So... The first thing you guys should do is establish a relationship between um, you, your chapter, and your regional director. Uh, so if you're an officer and you take over a new position, it might be a good idea just to send an email to your regional director, um, maybe even do a phone call just to introduce yourself, um, talk about what you're looking forward to uh, for your year as an officer, anything like that. Um, it just kind of sets a relationship between you and your regional director. Um, you know, additionally, you should do this with all of your volunteers just so that you guys are aware of each other and, um, you know, start your relationship off on the right foot. And then just so you guys know, your regional director's email is the region rd at aksi.org. Um, so let's say it's Desert Southwest. That would be Desert Southwest RD at aksi.org. Um, and then replace that with whatever region you guys are in. Um, so that's just an easy way to remember how to get in communication with your RD. The RD also helps in a lot of processes. So for example, if you have to get approvals for LOAs um, for extreme hardship and medical emergency, those are the people that need to approve those before the your friendly CERC does that. So, and they will check to make sure that your RD has done that. So make sure you don't skip that step. And also they'll approve anybody who would be sent on like an overnight retreat, things like that. So it's good to have that relationship up front because then they see your name, they know who you are, and they are better able to help you and they are all awesome people so speaking of rds um every region has a facebook group um, that is run by the rd so that's something that you guys should know about you guys can join those facebook groups request to join um, some other rds have like a slack group or like a specific instagram um, account for the region as a whole so that's something you also should keep in mind about um, maybe ask your rd when you meet them and talk to them for the first time see if there's any other groups online social media that you guys can be a part of um, and that's a good way to communicate not only with your RD and other volunteers in the region, but also alumni from that region, other students in that region, 
um, you know, you guys are all pretty close to one another. Your schools are obviously in the same region. So a lot of things you guys um, have, you know, campus culture, things like that, it's going to be pretty similar from, um, you know, in, in your region. So that's a good idea to be a part of those groups. So another thing that you guys should keep in mind um, is getting in contact with other chapters within your region. So if you're at a fraternity event, um, there's usually regional meetings at um, an event like PBLI. You know, look at those people that are a part of your region and, you know, if you see them somewhere else throughout the weekend, get some contact info, talk to them about their chapter, um, see, you know, if they're going through an issue that's similar to what you're going through, um, just to continue that conversation and collaboration among chapters in your region and students from those chapters. Um, the other thing that a lot of regions implement are events um, just for that region. So um, that could be a regional assembly. Some regions do other events, I know um, Northern Rio Grande, they have the Texas Games. So that's a time when all the chapters in that region can get together. Um, you know, it's a fun day. They do a lot of really cool things and they get to meet other people in their region as well. So then at events like PBLI, it'll be the members that are closest to that geographic location that'll attend that. So it'll usually be primarily one area of the fraternity that go to a specific PBLI location. Um, so that's a good time to meet anybody in different geographic areas that maybe your chapter wants to hold an event at a different city nearby um, for a different service trip or things like that. And that'd be a good way to connect with people that maybe you could collaborate on an event like that. And usually for vice presidents of alumni relations, you think of alumni as just alumni of your chapter. Um, but as we know, people relocate often. So it's always a good idea to also reach out to any alumni that are in your area, but alumni of another chapter. And if you ever need contact information pulled for that, um, just let me and Amber know and we can look up different zip code area alumni for you too. So like as an example of an event that you could host with another chapter in your geographic location, my home chapter, we do different service events every year and every fall we'll travel to a different nearby city and that really we utilize during recruitment to give different opportunities for travel with the chapter and we're able to get some funds from the university for that and we always collaborate with another chapter at that location to for them to let us know about different cool volunteer opportunities there and then they get to show us around the city and we get to learn a little bit more about their chapter and how they operate and it's always a really cool way of getting to know different brothers outside of our chapter. So we have we've done regional um, reaching out to regional chapters reaching out in your geographic area. So the fraternity has its own communication, sort of fraternity-wide communication, and so we're gonna go through some of that. So as you all may have seen over the past year, we've done a collegiate newsletter, and if you're a chapter officer, you also get a chapter officer newsletter. Um, both have sort of updates and things that are going on with the fraternity to keep everybody updated. That just keeps everybody on the same page. Everybody knows what's going on. They usually have a lot of great helpful links. Um, you'll see stuff for applications for 
awards you'll see applications (laughs) for awards and um, scholarships from through the foundation um, ways to get involved in the fraternity and also if there are events coming up we'll post registration stuff in there too can i just say something really quick please read the newsletters they only come out once a month for collegiate members and officers and like Alec just said, there's a lot of really important information. So I don't think they're super long. So I would just, you know, be on the lookout for those and like, please read them because one, we create those for you and spend time on them for you. Um, and two, there's information in there that if you miss, you might be kind of surprised about it if you hear you know, hear of what's going on down the line and haven't had time to just process that, be prepared for it. Um, Just please read the newsletters. Thank you. And those newsletters come out the first week of each month. So be on the lookout. That's when they come out. And um, we would send any other communication to you too, just to let you know. But those newsletters sort of have the summary of what's going on, what you'll see in it, especially the officer newsletters. Uh, We always post the deadlines in there. We always give links to where we have things um, and some great helpful resources, both professional development and your chapter operations. So it's really important that you take a look at those. Um, We have the new MyAKSI community now. Um, A lot of great resources there. There's event signups are in there. There's collaboration groups, and those collaboration groups are a great, great place to communicate virtually with other members of the fraternity. So we have lots of different collaboration groups. You'll see collaboration groups for students and volunteers, for student members. If you're a chapter officer, you have your own chapter officer collaboration groups. It is a forum for you guys to ask questions on what you want to know about the fraternity. And I, I guarantee you that staff and your top volunteers look at those. If you have questions, we will answer those questions. Um, we have alerts that come up for us every time it comes up. It's We're there to help answer the questions. And also, your other brothers from other chapters can also answer those questions and you can collaborate directly with other brothers on that platform. Yeah, someone probably out there has the same question as you. Um, And then I also want to say like about the community, there's a group that has like all the members of AKSI from students to alumni, like anyone who is signed up for the community is in that group. It's a huge group. So that's also a good place to continue extending your network um you know post about job openings things like that or you know receive posts about a job opening it's a good place to collaborate with you know any brother even on a non-chapter operations platform if that makes sense it's also i always recommend any of my chapters that are doing any fundraisers where they're selling maybe ak size swag or it's a virtual fundraiser that you could be involved in whether or not you're at that location that's a good way to get that out to other collegiate brothers and alumni to participate in we do have um, another program that we started because of um, some of the coronavirus um, outreach and making sure that members stayed engaged it's called ak pals it's new 
um, we had our first group and we had 286 brothers participate in it, which was amazing for the first run of it. And we're currently in our second round of um, accepting the form for it. It's open to any member in good standing. So you can be collegiate, you can be an alumnus and be matched up with um, another collegiate member or an alumni member, or you can be an alumni and be matched up with a collegiate member or another alumni. So lots of good opportunities there. And it's purely just to meet someone new. Um, we do have options on the forum that asks if you want to be matched up for like a professional, similar professional reasons, or in the same area of study, or just an interest or hobbies, or you just, there's literally an option for just want to meet somebody new, which is awesome anyways. So um, take advantage of that. Like I said, it's open to all members in good standing. So we had, we had alumni members who were initiated in 1975 who are now mentoring current collegiate members. So you sort of choose what you want um, that relationship to be. And you work with your pal. We'll give you the contact info. And that's about what we do. We give you the information to contact that person and like get to know them. So it's a one-on-one -on -one um, relationship that you guys can establish for yourself and decide what you want to do. So that's just another option um, that's open to everybody. And as well as being matched up one-on-one, -on -one, we're also starting a collaboration group where everybody who's opted into that program is going to be added. So if you want another networking opportunity or meet more people who um, we're interested in that. Um, be on the lookout for that collaboration group. So volunteer to hold your own webinar. So we recently had a chapter, the Roe chapter at University of Washington, um, hold a virtual recruitment webinar that had over 100 um, participants on it, which was amazing. And the Roe chapter led that whole webinar um, there were students on it, there were volunteers on it, and they went through how they did virtual recruitment. So if your chapter has done something successful that they want everybody else to know about or they want to share their own knowledge, tell us about it. We want um, to enable you guys that same opportunity that if you want to um, share your own information about what you did for an event or how you run a certain program, we're happy to set um, that same opportunity up for you um, and promote that through fraternity channels. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's another way for collaboration and that's kind of in real time because anyone on that webinar was able to ask a question directly to the two members from Roe that were hosting that webinar and they were able to answer it, you know, immediately. Um, so it offered a good chance for collaboration among different chapters. There were chapters from all over the country and I think there were a couple of our international chapters too so it was a good opportunity for kind of immediate collaboration so that's definitely a good idea um, we just helped them set it up they had their whole idea down they knew what they wanted to do so if your chapter has something like that I would definitely encourage that from you guys we set that up in the event system and all of that so if you need any of that sort of infrastructure, we're happy to help provide that. Um, really the peer-to-peer -peer learning is what we're trying to promote there. 
So if you're interested in what other chapters are doing, feel free to look on their social media pages and look at what specific chapters are doing at their events. Um, and if you need some help with that, your CERCs are happy to help um, find, help you find those social media outlets. Chapters use a wide range of social media, so I'm sure you can find what other chapters are doing, but we're happy to help set up that communication. So when you're collaborating with these other chapters, it's always a good idea if they give you any advice on different operation changes to make, make sure that you go over those with your regional management team. Um, just because something works for one chapter doesn't mean it'll necessarily work for your chapter. Um, every chapter is different, different campuses. Um, changes need to be, might have been made at your chapter in previous semesters based on these things, so it'll help make sure you don't run into any of those challenges and just make sure to use your core values and common sense in your decision-making about what kind of things you want to implement for your chapter based on your needs. And also when you're talking to these chapters, feel free to invite them to your chapter events, especially if they're closer to your chapter or if it's maybe you're at a location that you think would be cool for them to maybe travel to at one point, feel free to invite them, um, especially like if you want to go to another chapter's ritual or if you want them to come check yours out, um, you are allowed to do that too. Yeah, and I think um, another thing to keep in mind um, since our last semester or quarter was online for everybody, um, there were some chapters that did virtual fundraisers or virtual events so if you guys are considering doing something like that um, anybody can participate from wherever they are that's the beauty of our technological world um, so if you're doing a virtual event you can invite like literally the entire fraternity anybody would be able to attend um, if they have the time to do that and I know we talk a lot about with chapter engagement especially if we have to do chapter engagement virtually that all of the avenues we have for that, but you can also apply it here where um, I've heard about chapter officers during an officer meeting where they call up another group of chapter officers just to get to know them. So it's sort of a nice icebreaker. Um, you can do it with a chapter that's 50 miles away from you and a chapter that's thousands of miles away from you. So just something fun that added to each executive board meeting for this chapter, um, just getting to know another executive board that they could collaborate with. Maybe collaborate with one of our international chapters. Yeah. So that wraps it up for this episode. And it also actually wraps it up for the season. So thank you all for tuning in to this last fifth season of Operations Avenue. Um, we're excited to continue creating content for season six and hopefully seasons beyond that. Um, so be on the lookout for our next season um, coming up soon. If you guys have any questions in the meantime or want to view and listen to the other podcasts, you can do that at aksi.org slash operations dash avenue dash podcast. And if you have any questions, concerns, anything like that for your CERCs, you can do that at cerc at aksi.org. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next season.